Mark, nine, Matthew 19. Thank you. Thank you so much for keeping me on point. I told you I need you right here. You're going to live a long time. You'll live a long time. <laughs> Matthew 19, 16. That's right. We speak right. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your great love. Father, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Father, I pray that this word be a word that will encourage your people, Father God, to trust you even more. Even as you call us deeper, Father God, that we can go into the deep and we can do as you say do, that we can rely on you. That we can walk with you as our companion. Your word says there's one that stick closer than a brother. And that's you, Christ Jesus. You're closer than a brother. You're closer than anybody. We can trust you. If you called, you said you'll provide. You, you, you caused provision. You already did provision on the cross of Calvary. So, Father, we know that the way has already been paid. Help us to trust more. As we stand as the man who said, uh, uh, Father, I believe, but help my unbelief. Father, for there's times we doubt, Father God, that is this you? Are you saying this? Or is this is what you really mean? But, Father, if we keep walking with you and trusting you, we know this is what you plan for our lives. For your thoughts towards us are good and not of evil. Give us a hope to give us a future. We trust in you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. 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 Listen here. That's that's one thing. You know, because being a young pastor, let me just tell you guys. And Jesus says, listen, I want you to go and do a sex thing. Who? Me? You know what I'm saying? This is my question for years. I'm questioning this for years. I'm Lord, you calling me to be a pastor? Lord, are you calling me to be a pastor? And I was ordained as a minister. And I'm like, man, you calling me to be a pastor? And people are like, hey, you should start doing minute, uh, Bible study at our house. And I'm like, man, that's not what the Lord's telling me to do. Hey, you should take over. Uh, that's not what the Lord's telling me to do. I want to be sure. I want to be sure that this is the voice of the Lord that's calling me to do a thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that this is Jesus. Jesus is this is you <laughs> if this is you then 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 you know we we, we kind of get a little deep if this is you I'm gonna lay a fleece out and I want you to wet the fleece we we do all things is it you we do all types of things because we just want to trust them and I learned the best way to find out if it's Jesus is to get along with him in his word and and, and 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 talk to him and, and just get in this word. So right here in, 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 in Matthew 19, he goes right here, 19, 16, and, and the young rich ruler, he was he wanted more. He wanted more from God. And it's and it's like that. It's it's that when we start looking for more, God's like, I'm gonna show you more. Come on, trust me. You know what I'm saying? It's not like God be like, I'm gonna give you more, it's that we go looking for more from God. You know what I'm saying? And God's like, okay, okay, okay. Let me show you. Moses, a burning bush. The bush was on fire. It was burning. I'm going to turn around and see what this is all about. God started talking to him. 
And that's how things is when you're walking about faith. Faith is just like, man, trusting God at his word. Sometimes it's a hard thing if you've been lied to your whole life. That's when you got to get alone and you get alone with God and his word and, and you get over his promises and, and you start uh, getting and trusting him more and more, seeing that his promises being fulfilled in your life. It's a great thing. So he says, uh, 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 and behold, a man came up to him saying, teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? Look, he, he, he was trying to figure out what must he do? What can I do to get eternal life? Listen, and he said to him, why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus was telling him only God is good. There is only one who is good. And he's talking about God. And that's the thing about being a minister that we understand that only God is good. Like even as 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 church, as 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 you guys ministering, you you feed because that's what you guys are doing. You guys are ministering to the homeless. That's all you guys are doing. You're ministers. That's what you're doing out there when you're serving them. You're ministering to them. So everybody, everybody in here are ministers. So when we're ministering to people, oh, I don't say nothing, but you give them something to eat. You're ministering. You're showing the love of God to them. You're ministering to them. So you're ministering to their spirit, man, to make them believe in more. God sent them people to us. You ever heard? them say that when you go out there like man God sent y'all to us yeah. ain't nobody thought about us in a while but God you know so it's like that it's like that you guys are all ministers we're all ministers of the gospel of Jesus Christ we believe and he says um, there's only one good and, and that's so true to keep us humble it keeps us being from being puffed up and, and thinking that we can we just got all the power he says um, if you would um, enter life keep the commandments something he was already doing and he, he said to him uh, which ones? And, and, and Jesus says, uh, you should not murder. You should not commit adultery. You should not steal. You should not bear false witness. Yeah. Honor your father and your mother. Yeah. You should love your neighbor yeah. as yourself. And the young man said to him, all these I have kept. <laughs> what, what do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, if you would be perfect, go sell what you possess. And give to the poor. And you will have treasures in heaven. And come and follow me. And when the young man heard this, he went away with sorrowful. For he had great possessions. And the thing about it is that he began to love his possessions more than he loved God. He was loving the things he had and, 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 and stopped loving God. And, and he, he lost the first commandment. Thou shalt love the Lord, thy God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. But yet he wanted more. He wanted to do more. But didn't know how. He was like, man, what do I do, Lord? And Jesus, uh, and, and, and Jesus said to his disciples, truly I say unto you, only with difficult will a rich person difficulties will a rich person enter into the kingdom of heaven and the thing about it is that rich people trust in their riches it's hard for them to trust God and his word but isn't it the God that made you rich isn't it the God that gave you so I don't want to preach nobody and tell them don't go after things don't don't be rich because that's not what Jesus is saying he's not saying don't have money He's saying, basically, don't let the money overpower what God has said in his word. So he's calling us to become disciples before we get the wealth. He's calling. That's what he's basically saying. Listen, you did all that, but but you want to be a disciple now. Now you want to be a disciple. 
being disciplined. Come on, come on. Sometimes that's the hardest thing when you got a lot of money because, you know, it's like to be disciplined. Who's going to tell me no? Because I got everything. You know what I'm saying? And, and Jesus, Jesus looked at and said, truly, truly, I said to you, uh, uh, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eyes of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. This is the great thing about this church. This is why I love you guys. This is so good because you guys, you guys love God. Y'all love God. You got to love God to get out there to go serve the homeless. You got to. You got to believe God if you're going to go out there and do the work. You guys love God. And this is what Jesus is trying to get them in. He told them to sell. He told them to sell it. He says, uh, 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 give to the poor. And, and, and watch what he goes on. He says this in 25. He says, and when the disciples heard this, uh, they were greatly astonished, saying, who can be saved? And it's so thing because we put, we, 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 we judge people up based upon their stat quo. Based upon their stat quote, so the disciples is looking like, man, you mean to tell me this cat got all this money and 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 you, he ain't getting into heaven? Well, Jesus, who gonna be saved? <laughs> you know, like if, if he can't get in, I know I ain't getting in. Come on, he said. But Jesus looked at him, looked at them, and said, "With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible." And Peter said in reply, "See, we have left everything." And followed you. <laughs> Jesus, Peter, like, look at let me get let me get my point in right now. Cause I left everything, Jesus. And I followed you and and, and I, I I listen, listen. He says, uh, what then will we have? And Jesus uh said to them, Truly I said to you, in the new world, when the Son of Man um will sit on his uh, glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on the twelve thrones, judging the tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left house or brother or sister or father or mother or children or, or lands for my name's sake will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last will be first. And Jesus was basically saying at the last point, he was saying, listen, uh, those who follow me first are going to be last. And those who, who follow me last, they're going to be first. They're gonna, this is, you, you, you may be first this time around, but in eternal life, you may be last. He's saying, listen here, but you're going to get in. Don't worry about what position you're in. Don't fight over who's going to be first. Don't fight over those things because, you know, church folk, we fight over stuff like that. <laughs> Jesus loved me more than he loved you. You know what I'm saying? We fight over things like that. But the thing about it is this right here. I love the part right here that, that really says uh, no one has ever left house or brother or sister or father or mother or children or land for my name's sake and we'll receive a hundredfold and Jesus was saying sometimes you just got to get along with me come on Sometimes you got to get along with me to hear me. And that's just how it is. I'm not trying to be funny. I just need to hear Jesus. I just need a moment, a talking moment. Come on, let's go right here. Oh, he says right here, faith causes you to treat all people equally. This is the thing about faith. It causes you to treat all people equally. You know what I'm saying? Not to look down on people. Not to, you know what I'm saying, snoot your nose up at people. Not to, you know what I'm saying? It causes you to look at all people equally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No matter who they are or what they have. You know what I'm saying? No matter their gender. Come on. No matter what. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what faith causes you to do. Because if you believe God, you know that God can change any situation. Come on, Jesus. 
Come on. So it causes you to look at people with the eyes like, man, Jesus can do it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's in, 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 in Proverbs. It says he with a bountiful high. I believe it says that in, in Proverbs, in the book of Proverbs. Because if you can just see Jesus and somebody. There was a, one time at my wife's job, there was this guy that used to call Peter. And this guy, he was, <laughs> he was just a, a, a guy there and, and, and he loved his Bible. But this guy used to walk with his head down and, and, and he just used to slouch around. And I used to, they, they used to be saying things. I used to be like, you know what? God's kingdom is going to be in that man. Because that's who God chose. Those are chosen people. Those who are walking with their head down. Those who are oppressed. Those are the people that God is sitting right next to. Like if he ever just believed. I'm going to show out with him. That's why you can't judge people. Come on, let's go here. James 2, James 2, James 2, 1, James 2, 1. James 2, 1. I'm trying to tell you, when you walk in my faith, you got you to gotta make sure. Because, cause, cause listen here, the enemy will try to trip you up at any kind of moment. He'll try to trip you up. And that's why you got to have your mind set on, on things above where Christ is seated. And not on this earthly things. You would think that if you get more rich people in the church, your church will grow and you'll, you'll be able to buy a building and you'll be able to do all these. Just go after the rich. But Jesus is like, no, don't do that. Don't you go after them rich people. Don't go after them. You don't need them. I'm giving you what you need. Just do what I say. I believe God has the blueprint. And this is how it's got to be. This is how it's got to be. He says this right here in James 2. We love this. He says, my brother, show no partiality as you hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For for man wearing gold, gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in. If you pay attention to the one who wears fine clothing and say, sit here in a good place while you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my feet. Have have you not then made uh, distinctions among yourself and become judges? With evil thoughts, James said, "Have you have you just now become um um made distinctions?" And he says, "Um, becoming judges with evil thoughts." But I just told a poor man to say, "Yeah, the rich man." Said, you mean to tell me that's that's thinking evil? Watch what he says. Listen, beloved brethren, has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom? What she has promised to those who love him. You ever notice how you feel good when you go out there and do outreach? You just be so ready for work Monday. Like, I'm going to work. Like. That's what you did. You sat around God's chosen people. You did what the Lord called you to do. You see what I'm saying? He says, look here, listen, listen, my beloved brother. Has God not chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith? In ears of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor man. You dishonor the poor man. Are, are, are not the rich ones who oppress you, the ones who drag you into court? Come on. Are they not the ones who blasphemy the honorable name by which you are called? Come on. If, if, if you really... If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you should love your neighbor as as yourself. You're doing well. 
Listen, if I'm loving my neighbor as I love myself, I'm not trying to hurt him and doing. Guess what? I'm doing good in the eyes of God. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 I'm, I'm popping in God's eyes. This is what He says. But if you show partiality and you are are committing sin and convicted by the law as a transgressor, for whoever keeps the whole law but fails at one point become guilty of it all. He says, for he who said do not commit adultery also said do not murder. If you do not commit adultery but do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and act as those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. He's saying when speaking judges as those who are going to be judged under faith. Did you believe in the Son of God? You're going to be judged under the law of liberty, under faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Did you trust him as being your Savior? He says, um, for judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. Every time we out there, I'm telling you, guess what we doing? We show mercy to them. Listen, listen, we receive mercy, so we give mercy. You see what I'm saying? Did you not receive mercy? (laughs) The Bible says that we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Come on. So we receive mercy and we out there and we show mercy to people. Like, yo, we just want to love on you. (laughs) Watch what he says. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Let's go to point two. Point two, point two, point two, point two. Faith without works is dead. Faith without works is basically dead. If you can, you mean to tell me you hear the word of God and you don't do nothing, nothing sparks. Don't nothing resonate within you to want to do something. Amen. Serve in some type of capacity. Amen. Do something for the Lord. Amen. Faith without works is that James 2, James 2, James 2, James 2. Come on, James 2, 14. We're going to chop this thing down. Watch what he says. Faith without works is dead. Uh, what good is it, my brother, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? <laughs> And this thing right here makes you argue because Paul says a man can't be justified by works. But Paul was talking about the works of the law. James is talking about works that you hear faith and you believe God and what he says and you start to do what God says to do. There's two different things that, that James and Paul are talking about. Paul is talking about the law according to the Levitical law. He's saying, listen here, you can't, that's not going to just, circumcision ain't going to justify you. That ain't going to do it. That ain't going to, being cut ain't going to do it. Now it's the circumcision of your heart. So it was an argument back and forth. And the many theologians, they still argue the point of James and they argue the point of Paul. But Paul, but James was just basically saying that you hear faith and you mean to tell me it doesn't cause you to kill. Do you not care? He says, he says, can, can, uh, can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you say to them, go in peace, be warm and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? You mean to tell me you're going to cut? You, listen, go ahead, go ahead, you go ahead. Uh, let me pray about it. Let me see what the Lord is going to say. <laughs> let me go pray about it. What you got to pray about? You see them without uh, 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 the proper things. You mean you got to pray about helping somebody? You need to pray about your soul. That's what you, need. you need to pray if you really hearing from God or not. Just saying, he says, he says, uh, go in peace. You tell them go in peace. Well, you tell them that. You mean tell me they hungry? So also faith 
by itself, it does not have works, it's dead. But someone will say, uh, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You, you believe that God is one? <laughs> you do well. Even demons believe and shudder. He's saying, listen, even demons believe God is one, but they can't do what God say. They shudder. He's saying, listen, they shiver and stuff like that. So he's saying, listen here. He says, even demons believe that God is one, but they can't do what God say to do. The devil can't do the works of God. I'm going to show you in a minute. Come on. Let's do this here. He says right here. He says, um, do you want to be shown, you old foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was Abraham, our father, justified by works when he offered up Isaac, his son Isaac, on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works. And faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You mean to tell me, okay, I believe what God says. And then God telling me, listen, they didn't have manuscripts back in the day. All he had to do was play by ear. You know what I'm saying? He had, to, he had to really know God to say, okay, I want you to go offer your son. And in obedience, he did it. That's what faith does. Faith causes you to become obedient to the word of God. Watch what he says. You see? That a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. You can't just say, I believe God. You got to show some evidence you believe God. Becoming obedient to what God says. I believe in God. The demons believe in God. But are you trusting God? Are you doing what God say to do? Come on. And in the same way, was not Rahab, watch what the Bible calls her, the prostitute. Justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way. This this prostitute, let me tell you what happened more. She was uh it, it was um, some spies that came over, they wanted to see the land because the children of Israel was coming over to take care of, take over the land. And guess what happened? The prostitute took the spies and hid them from the men of the city because she heard what God was doing through them. She heard what God was doing through their God. The God of she said, I heard how God had you defeat. Yeah. And she took and hid the men on the roof until all the other men were gone. And the Bible says, listen here, her whole family was saved. Amen. Don't you know by what you do, your whole house can be saved? Yes. If you're believing God, your whole house can be saved. Yes. It take a minute. Come on. I don't know about y'all. I got trouble in team. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The media. They come and go. Come on. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And I'm believing God for my whole house to be saved. That's why I keep walking forward. Even though I don't see it happen yet, I believe God to do a thing. Because his word can't return to him void. He cannot lie. If he say he's going to deliver him, then guess what he's got to do? He's got to deliver him. How you sleep at night because God's a deliverer? Yes. Hallelujah. I can trust God at this. I can rest. 
It's going to happen. Don't you get a little frustrated sometimes when you be wanting to hit them with everything in the house, keys, house? <laughs> everything. I want to throw everything at you. The sink. I want to hit you with a toilet. I want to just, <laughs> why I got manure in it. I just want to do you good. I'm just saying, you just get so mad sometimes with them. You just be like, I want you to You try to smile and keep from saying them words you want to say to Hallelujah. Get real churchy with her. Praise the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord of my soul. And all that is, but, but that's how it is. From your obedience, what you're doing, you're saving your whole house. I remember when a father and a daughter got baptized the same day. I was like, wow. Amazing. You talk about a household being saved because of their obedience to the gospel. Because they believe in Christ and God is doing a great. This is what God does. This is what he does from your obedience. (laughs) He's saving your house. (laughs) We may not see it now. I'm telling you. But speak those things that are not as though they are. Because you got a promise from God. If this prostitute, she hid the men and she was a prostitute. Come on. I laugh when I said I'm still a little goofy. Listen, this lady right here, she was justified, not just her, but her whole family. Her daddy them. Her brothers, her daddy them. Everybody was justified because of her obedience. So you mean to tell me out of our obedience to give, serve, praise, come, go. You think God ain't looking at that? He's watching you. He's watching you. And it doesn't matter what nobody say, Cody. He knows you. Your blessing don't depend on me. It depends on you. He's watching you like, look, I see you. Yep, you're in the house of the Lord. I know. <laughs> I'm just, this is my God version. <laughs> I figure God laughs. So I say, because he got to laugh at some of the silly stuff we do. So, so I just figure God looks at us <laughs> Look at that silly thing. Let me turn my back while he does this. Oh, right, okay. right. I am holy. I am holy. But that's how he is with all of us. That's how he is with all of us. And he's watching us. And he's, he's like, look, you're mine. Your minds, I got you. I know what you desire. Come on, come on, come on. Watch me, watch me. I love this about James. James, James does something great right here. He says right here, he says, For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith from works is dead. That makes you question, because he says, As the body apart from the spirit is dead, so is faith apart from works is dead. You mean to tell me if I could say I got faith but not do what God say do, you mean to tell me I don't have the spirit. But if I'm doing what God telling me to do, you mean to tell me I got the spirit of God. Come on, come on. Let's go to our last point, our last point, our last point. We're going to go home. We're going to do what we got to do. Our faith, see, this is what makes us ministers. He says, our faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of God has made us righteous with God and prepared us for the works, for his works. It's our faith, and this is what makes us, makes us righteous. Why? Well, what makes me, you know what I'm saying? Because I tell you guys every week that you are the righteousness of God. 
But it's our faith in, 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 in Jesus. It's not the works that we do that makes us righteous, but it's our faith in Jesus that makes us righteous. Because one would think that if he was to do the work, that would make him a righteous person. But it talks about your faith being in Jesus, which makes you righteous in the sight of God. Yeah. It's you believing in what he did on the cross, the redemption work that he did on the cross that brings you in right stand. That's what righteousness means, being in the right standard with God. Come on, let's go to Matthew 19, Matthew 25. Matthew 25. And this is what Jesus was trying to get, the, get them to understand. He was like, listen here, Jesus was prophesying to them, telling you, you ain't got to worry about your future. This is how your future is going to look. <laughs> 25, 25, 25, 25, 25, 31. You don't have to worry about your future. What you, you worry about what, what's going to happen, how God's going to see you. This right here should stir up a bunch of hope. A bunch of belief because this is how God's going to see you. This is how God sees you. He's telling you this is what's going to happen at the end of this all. Listen, this is, look, we got a cheat book. You ever been in math class and you look in the back of the book and all the answers? I don't know if none of y'all ever cheated, but I used to cheat. I'm going to tell you that. I used to cheat. In the back of the math book, there's all the answers, to, but they turned upside down. So what you got to do is kind of get back. You know what I'm saying? You got to get Soon as she turned her back in, she put her head down and drink a little coffee. I'm in that bag of that book, like, oh snap, that's 75. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I had a little cheat in me. I had a little cheat in me. I'm telling you, man. I remember I used to cheat off this kid named Gerard. I cheated through uh, our uh, driver's ed test. I cheated all through it and I got my license. I was like, man, I hope nobody heard that. But what I'm saying is. Gerard was, uh, he was Chinese and he was smart as a whip. Oh my God, he sat by me in every class. Come in, Gerard, what are you saying? I'm saying, what do I do? Me and Gerard sat together the whole time, I'm telling you. What? Me, we, you would have thought we were trying anybody mess with Gerard. They had to see me. That's my boy. I mess with Gerard now. That's my A. That's my A. Gerard used to hook me up, man. That boy was smart. He the only reason I graduated because of Gerard. <laughs> I love, I love Gerard, man. I wonder where he at right now. He probably like, oh, I remember you, Terrell. <laughs> man, he was so smart, man. He was smart, man. But this is what we have here. We have a cheap book, man. We 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 know what's gonna happen while the world stays worried. We know what we're doing, and we know who we're doing it for, and we know what we're gonna receive. That's why I like this church. Because, because listen here, this is a moving church. This is a, a church full of the Spirit. <laughs> because we do the works. We, we, we believe and we do the works. So we're a Spirit-filled church. You know what I'm saying? So, so sometimes coming in Ashford is kind of weird because it's like, nah, but we're, we're, we're full of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you now. Oh, we got him in us. Oh, he in us. Oh, he's around us. He's in here. He's here. But this is what Jesus says. 19, um, not, 2531, y'all got to keep me in track, 2531. And when the Son of Man, he's telling them this is the final judgment, and when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him, he will gather all the nations, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goat. And he will place the sheep on the right, y'all might as well say bad because y'all some sheep. Listen here, we going on the right side. But the goats, he going to put on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father. 
You mean to tell me God telling me he called he really calling me blessed? He says, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you. From the foundation of the world, Jesus went, he's in heaven preparing the kingdom for us. He's preparing a place for us. Watch what he says. For for I was hungry. Watch what he says. How you know this, Rev? Because this is what he said. He says, You were hung, I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visit me. I was in prison and you came to me. We're about to get the prison ministry rolling too. Watch what he said. Then, then the righteous, watch what Jesus says. Then the righteous will answer. He's talking about us. We're about to get that prison ministry rolling. Watch what he says. Then the, then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did I see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? Look, this is what we're going to ask him. When did we do this to you? Where were you at? He says, he says, he says, and when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? Watch what he says. And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? Then the king will answer them. Truly I say unto you, as you did to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. That's amazing, Molly. That's amazing. You mean to tell me while I'm feeding people and checking on them and doing what I'm doing this, I'm doing it unto Jesus? Wow. And for that, he sees me as righteous and welcomes me into his kingdom. Wow. I don't have to perform. All I got to do is trust him. That's amazing, right? All I got to do is trust him at what he said. And and, and and this is what's going to happen at the end. I ain't got to be worried about whether I'm going to heaven or hell. Remember back in the days, what do you believe in heaven or hell? You can't believe in heaven because you're living in hell? No, this isn't hell. (laughs) Believe you me, America ain't hell. (laughs) No, sir. Hell is hot. (laughs) Believe you me. And watch what he says. Then, Then I will say to those on my left, Depart from me. Watch what he says. Remember from the beginning when he told Abraham, I'll curse those who curse you. Don't worry about cursing. Don't put your lips on people. He says, you cursed into eternal fire prepared for you. Prepared for the devil and his angels. Watch what he goes down unless he says, for I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not clothe me. Sick. And in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they will also say, then they they will also answer, saying, Lord, when do we see you hungry? (laughs) Or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you. Look, they want to get real deep now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they see that fire. Listen, <laughs> they see that fire coming to them. They're like, hold on, no, no, let's straighten this out. Jesus, let's have a talk moment. Let's have a moment, Jesus. When did I see you? <laughs> you, know, you know how we get when we call him. Yeah. But he says, oh, we did not minister to you. Then he will answer them and saying, truly, I say unto you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these. <laughs> You did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment. 
but the righteous. Come on. <laughs> come on, come on. That's where you should get excited. That's where we should start. We should, we should really get excited. We should get excited about that. Because he said, but the righteous. But the righteous? Molly, that's you. <laughs> that's me. That's awesome. <laughs> Guess what he going to say to us? But the righteous. Enter into eternal life. We be afraid to trust God. And he's given us a blueprint. He's given us the answers to the test. He's given us the insight of what we're going to be doing. Why they they singing the roof on fire? They going to need some water. We're going to be chilling. Jesus. I'm the smartest man in the, in the world. But I know one who is, Molly. Jesus. Follow Jesus. Trust him. Trust him. Let's pray real quick.